Gentlemen, you tuned into an all new episode of a formula edition of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your man, the Ken Man, $20 cash tax free. And it's the one and only boy, the dress that gets the bread, T.O. Y'all know the question that always remains forever what's the dealio? And y'all know how we do on the formula. Uh, it's only going to be me and one of my other brothers here. Uh, this week, we got T.O. on this formula edition. Uh, shout outs to QG and the Rev Barber MC. Um, make sure y'all get your haircuts at Q Borough Cuts. Ain't no place better to get your haircut than the official barber shop of the Rab Lab. So um, make sure y'all check them. But peace to them. But it's just me and T.O. here. And um, as we do on the formula, we pick one topic that's close, near and dear to the heart of the person that's with me. And um, that would be the year 1999, is which uh, is what me and T.O. are going to discuss. So, yo, uh, T.O., let me uh, ask you um, before we even like go in depth. Uh, What's up? When we were when we were picking a topic for this special episode, um, you know, we were going back and forth with ideas. But what made you settle on the year 1999? Because a lot of people don't talk about that year. And there were some good times in 1999. There were a few bad times in 99. And this is where I felt 1999 was starting to have a unite, uh, I would say the United for the regions to start bridging together, as you could say. And um, like 1998 was probably, if not the most powerful year ever in hip hop. And stuff. This is after. We, we 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 know we know. Well, I'm not trying to you know, like throw it in your face, but the thing is, after the whole Pac and Biggie death separately in '96, being Pac, '97 being Biggie, and '98, it's like a lot of new artists and the East Coast dominant. Now the mainstream is starting to grow bigger. Now you got East starting to pay homage to the South. You got South coming in to help with the east and then you have the west coast doing uh doing their thing and me specifically i can't wait to get to one guy who i think you may say he may have had a little bit of a comeback year for him some why, people may some people may why, know we why don't we start it off who had the comeback year i have to go with my man dr dre really i think dre needed this because at this time he was, he, I wouldn't say fumbling, but he was struggling for the whole leaving death row, starting this whole aftermath. He was actually supposed to have a second album during 96, which didn't come out. But I mean, well, he did have the uh, the aftermath compilation. Uh. Yeah, but it's it just wasn't much. And remember what death row was going through at the after he left. Regardless, we lost Pac. Dogfather didn't really do much. And the rest... We we want to know what their rise to the starting was going to be, if not Pac has died. But when you look at Dre, Dre needed this. Not to mention him exploring to put other people on, because we saw he put Snoop Dogg on back in the early 90s. Now he's continuing that tradition 
this time he's recruiting into the game, and this motherfucker let everybody know who he is, and that's none other than Eminem, who hails out of Detroit. So when you talk about Dre, I wouldn't say this was his year, but I think this was probably his best year as, like, coming back with something like, you heard it. You heard it all forgot about Dre, too. He was talking about how people left him for dead and, and talk about the old me and everything. So this was a good look for Dre to be back here, 1999. And, of course, the I was now a little bit of a comeback single. You have Still Dre, which a lot of people, when it first came out, was like shocked as hell to see who wrote Still Dre. Will be none other than Mr. Sean Card, who also dropped his album during that time, Volume Three. But um, still, Dre came out. Not only still, Dre came out, but it was good to see him and Snoop Dogg back together. Da 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 da. da. It's the motherfucking D-O-double-G Snoop, Snoop Dogg. But um, it's funny you mentioned 2001, which is the album we're talking about. Yeah. Back by before. the way, you was you was calling the next episode. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. Um. <laughs> But uh, it's funny, Dre hasn't released an album since that that time. Uh, obviously, he was working, quote-unquote, working on Detox, and Detox mm. still ain't here. <laughs> but, um, Man, the only Detox I know is putting Detox in my dreads. And shout-out to Alfred Banks, because that's exactly what we do. Now I'm just messing shout, with y'all. Shout-outs to Alfred Banks. Make sure y'all go check that out. Uh, yes, sir. Check that brother out, man. His music is good. But um, 1999, man, uh, like you said, it's a weird year, because... Um, Dre's first album in what seven years? Seven and, years. Uh, by this point in time, uh, Big and Pac are are long, uh, well, not long deceased, but three years for Pac, two years for Big. Um, and like you said, the unity is starting to show because previous, I, I would say before '99, mm-hmm. if you had a record from the West Coast or from the South, and it it wouldn't get played on the New York radio. No, but now, especially in '99, is where you start to you start to see a lot of uh, Southern artists, songs, records, and videos getting love in New York. And and me personally, I think one of the biggest regions that really helped dominate, and I think it still continued that time. I gotta go with New Orleans. Well, New Orleans was well, New Orleans well. You know, you you talk about New Orleans, you bring a smile to my face. Uh, no, 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 I'm giving props where props is. Well, like, no, well, no and, and, and that's correct because, you know, New Orleans, I mean, yeah, P and No Limits started it, but Cash Money picked it up by 99. Look at the look at the hits that Cash Money had in 1999. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, BG gets a new word added to the dictionary after some time because he comes out with bling bling. Um, which was a monumental record. Uh, Al, Al, I got a question. Yeah. Don't be a whole weenie ass. <laughs> Shout out to Juvenile. <laughs> hey, always good. Big balling ass. You can see it when they coming. And, and, and it's funny you mentioned that because, yes, BG was coming out with Bling Bling. Hot Boys came out swinging we with on Me On Fire. Me On Fire. Oh, and don't forget. And what you want, boy? I want a high girl. Or what you need, boy? I need a high girl. Juvenile is following up his 400 Degrees album with the G-Co, which is really you slept on. You understand? And, uh, I hate the clean version, by the way. I hate it. I hate it. I'm a killer, but don't call me a gorilla. You understand? 
I hate it. I don't want to hear that version. Um, what else? Uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, the block is hot. The block is hot. 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 Oh yeah, the block is hot. Can't forget about Wayne's block is hot. Yes, for all you Lil Wayne diehard fans, he's been out forever. Yep, nineteen ninety nine. I mean, yeah, man. So so that that nineteen ninety nine was the cash money year. That was the first. Uh, like ninety eight was big for them, but they didn't outdo No Limit. But uh, No Limit by that time started to decline. But speaking of No Limit, I mean, I know it's it's more sports than bat than uh than rap, but Master P in the NBA. Master P in the WCW. WCW, which we've covered in depth on this uh on this program. Yep. But uh, that that started to fall in No Limit. But Cash Money, man, they was a they was a machine. Um, the Hot but, Boys, the Hot but, Boys, E.G. Wayne, Juvenile, all drop albums that but, year. But credit to Master P and Silk the Shocker because they still respectively had their albums out. Um, Only God Could Judge Me and Made Man. And how could we forget? No Limits biggest hit in 1999. Hootie hoo, hootie hoo. Oh, true, yes. What are we gonna do? Knuckle up, nigga. Knuckle up, nigga. Hootie hoo. Let's go for the killers. Um, so yeah, man. Um, uh, let's. Oh, and speaking, you want to talk about No Limit? Well, Snoop had a had a platinum album. And no yes, yes. Off. People forget Snoop did, and like you said, Master P did help Snoop rejuvenate. Uh, reinvent himself so he had a second album off no limit which was no limit top dog really really great album yeah you know my favorite song off no limit top dog is right what bitch please oh the symphony oh well yeah symphony was good man their version of the symphony was good it's uh, yo shout out to my boy silk the shocker he started his verse when i come in this motherfucker you know who i am that uh so sometimes i worry about silk because <laughs> Anytime Silk collaborates with No Limit, even on an eight ball record, I still don't know what the hell he was doing. When I come on the record, it sounds like a hit. But you know what? When we talk about the unity between regions, it kind of gave you a hint because your man Jay Z was already hinted paying homage before uh, Volume 3. He said on Imaginary Players that Daryl South Master P bowed about a shit, and that was two years prior. Not, don't let's not forget Master P was on four three two one on the version on the version that none of y'all like to listen to because he had the worst verse. Yo, yo, come on, son, bro, you can't put him against raw rappers like that. Are you crazy? I'm a no limit soldier. That's why they book he he could do that if he was with his no limit crew. He can't do that with raw rappers. But but also the 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 love to New Orleans continues because you know what else? Uh, they you know what other song that was a new what that was a a New York song that, that that got a that got somebody from New Orleans on it. Well, down bottom. Oh, I was just about to say. I and 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 they and 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 the BET you are fucked up. How you gonna say down bottom featuring juvenile in the video? He wasn't even there. He wasn't. He was, his version. Yo, I was so <laughs> mad. Yo, I was mad when I saw it. I said, Nah, I don't mm, like this. Mm, mm, mm. But then also, New Orleans was showing New York love because, you know, Mr. Servon, he called a uh, big pun. And they big did pun, that, right? yes, he did. And don't forget, Jay-Z made an appearance in Main Man. He, he was oh, on yeah. uh, Silk's album. With that track with Master P. You know what I'm about. That's the name of the song. He yep, said, you he know did. how it make with Rockefeller mixed with the tank? What sucks is it didn't go anywhere. 
Made Madness is a platinum album, bro. No, I'm talking about the song alone. Like, if you would have thought with someone like Jay-Z, who is already being certified, it would be coming out like a single. That song wasn't a single, though. I don't remember being a single. It wasn't. The singles from that album was... Uh, yeah. It was uh, some, Somebody Love You with Maya. Some, somebody Like Me with Maya. I'm sorry. Somebody Like Me with Maya. Um, It Ain't My Fault, the remix. And yeah. uh, it was one more. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, uh, end of the road with, with yes, with of funk. So yeah, funk. man, but but no, let me still was was pumping out stuff because Silk went platinum that year. Uh, C Murder went gold with Bossolini. Um, and you Pete know he had, gold. and you know he had that famous. Wrong album, bro. That's the following year. Oh, it was. Yeah. Down. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're but right. but I the song that song came out ninety nine. The song was first heard in 99, but it was on No Limit Top, no, top, top Dog. Dog. Yeah, Top that, Dog came out in 99. It did. But it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Snoop's song. But, I but the way it looked, you would it, it felt but like it was both their songs. I understand why you make that confusion, because that's credited as a C-Murder song. Yeah, and they used to credit it so much as C-Murder, especially on the video. You know what it is? Because even though it was on Snoop album, they didn't make a video for it till the next year. Yep. But yeah, Snoop Dogg said, "See murder and magic, hell yeah, they my motherfucking homies." And and like you said, it was a weird year because while the South and and um, let's say when other regions starting to like unite and stuff between the East and the South, like I give you another one. Look what Slick Rick is coming off of. He was in the and it's funny because he named this album after the Outcast song. Yeah, that that, that that's true. Because if you remember on the Quimbinot people, the um song, the art of storytelling part one, who was on the third verse? Slick, Slick Rick. And shout out to QG because you know we don't like that clean version. Here we go again with this psychopath miss. I got to point that out there. So the following year, he comes out with the album, the art of storytelling and, 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 and um, Outkast. I think y'all Slick. How are you going to say Slick Rick featuring Outkast and Big Boy's the only one rapping? Time, I mean, we've seen that before where it'll say featuring this group and a member is missing. Oh, we wanted Andre to rap. That was a good, that was a good beat for him. Well, somebody might have not thought so. I, at least they got it right on the mystical joint. Yeah. And shout out to the movie The Wood, the classic. That's what I'm going with. The Neck of the Woods. That was the mystical and outcast joint. Yep, that's true. But also, your man Mace was retiring. I was just about to bring that. I was just about to uh, get to that. And and uh, Mace, I oof. he had the album Double Up that year. Yes, he did. That was his last album under Bad Boy. Uh, and then, uh, and I, was, I, I, I wasn't a fan of it. Now let's get to that because obviously, two years prior, two years prior. You you have Mace released Harlem World, his debut album, classic album. We're not going to disagree uh, with each other because we both it, it's universally regarded as a classic, especially under the Bad Boy catalog. Yep. However, uh, he comes out with Double Up two years later in '99, and the, I don't dislike the album, so you don't like it, but I don't dislike it. However, it doesn't sound anywhere near as good as Harlem World did. 
Nope. You want to let's talk about it. What now? You said you don't like it. What about it? Do you not like? I wasn't a fan of some of the songs. Like I was a fan of. I don't know. I wasn't really a fan of Get Ready. And I and that was his hit single off the album. That was his only single off the album. The Puff Daddy intro. Mm, now, um, do it again. Uh, another story to tell actually was not bad. I think Buckwild produced that for what I for what I heard, and it it just didn't hit the same way as Harlowell. Now I know there's gonna be time. It's always gonna be on the show where we say, especially me, that times has changed every year. Music is going to evolve. And this just didn't hit. Like from scratch, he had that song from scratch with the Harlem World people and um, Sean. Who else was on it? Was it, um, what's homeboy name? That started with an M. My, my song? My Sean. My Sean. He was there. That was not a bad record, but I don't know. It, it just didn't hit more than Harlem World. And I think what really fucked it up for Mace a lot, I, I think I'm going to add this to it. Double Up didn't really do much, and it wasn't going to proceed to Harlem World. But I think he was still affected by Big L's death. You think so? I think he was a little bit affected from Big L's death. Because that is his old uh, bandmate from the um, Children of the Corn. Yeah. Well, like, well, let's, well, like you said, you, you ran down some of the tracks. Uh, he had Stay Out of My Way with Total, Get Ready with Black Street, like you mentioned, uh, the song with My Sean, um, Fuck Me, Fuck You, uh, Do It Again. I wasn't a fan of If You Want to Party. I was not a fan of that song. No? Nah. I couldn't get to it. I'm sorry. I I think it, it to him, it probably was a decent album, but Double Up, a lot of people criticize it. Bro, the one song I didn't like on that album was Getting It with Funk Flex. Oh, that was trash. <laughs> that was the last track. That was trash. Oh, yeah, it was the last track on the album. It was 18. I'm pretty sure Mr. Rev Barber, you know, the criteria resumes with him that he has 18 tracks. <laughs> yeah, that is the Rev Barber rule. He will not call your album an album if it's not lengthy. <laughs> Um, but 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 double up uh, shortly after double up and double up went gold by the way. Um, the, and, and 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 credit to him, it went gold. That means that five hundred thousand copies of the CD sold. So, but the, the thing is, although the album went gold, uh, Mace uh, retired shortly after. Said he had a vision where he was in hell and he, he became a, a born again Christian and now. Mace is a pastor, and he wouldn't have another album again until 2004 with Welcome Back. Which was terrible. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I hated it, that whole Mr. Rogers theme, the goofy dancing. I think that was Cardan with him. Uh, Yo, yo, what happened to that man's fitted hat on the album cover? I don't know how the hell you of all people would look. I always have paying attention to the fitted. That's funny though. I didn't even pay attention to fit it. I was just like, and this is where he comes back clean. Yeah, no there's no parental, out. there's no parental bro, advisory on that. Bro, people. Man, I mean, I know this is a 1999 episode, but the man for crying out loud had a had a song on the album, um, had a song on the album telling women to keep their clothes on. But anywho, let's talk about somebody who had, uh. 
uh, some success in 99. Um, Nas with with uh, I am. Let's talk about I am for a little bit. Yo, uh, and I'm glad you brought him up. That's another thing you, about 99. That heavy bootlegging. My goodness. Yeah. Now, now for those of you who might be young listening to this show, uh, when we saw, uh, now there was no Apple Music, there was no title, there was no Spotify in those times. Uh, you had to buy the CD, but what happened was there'd be people in the studio. They take their, uh, they take this person's masters or, or unmastered tracks, and they'd sell them on the street. And uh, a lot of times that resulted in some mediocre albums getting put out because they would rush to do the songs and rush to put the projects out so that people couldn't sell unauthorized copies so it would hit the stores before it hit the streets and uh that hurt nas because i am dropped in 99 and then because of bootlegging nostradamus also dropped in 99 and wasn't that great of an album so talk about it to tell us the differences uh, between uh, nostradamus and i am which one you like better and why I I'm not even gonna lie. I almost I wasn't much a fan of either one. I uh, I felt like that was a little bit of Nas's lower point. I I liked I liked a bit of um I am. I was not much of a fan. I hate to be the bad news of New York State of Mind too. It just it just couldn't capitalize after the first one. I didn't even think he was actually gonna do a New York State of Mind part two anyway. Now of course being the biggest hit was. Hate Me Now with Puff Daddy. That will always be the biggest hit. And you see Nas was also trying to help continue that a little bit of the shiny suit era. Now this is where Nas is really mainstream. Now you with Puff. And um, but my favorite song, I gotta go with Life Is What You Make It with my man, the late DMX. Shout out to LES for producing that track. And um, I don't know. I like to... Uh, I, I wasn't a fan of. Oh, I hated K I S S I A G. I couldn't stand it. Right. But but if I was to say maybe, I probably I give I am a little bit of a credit of an album. But that and Nostradamus to be the bad news guys were both my least Nas favorite albums. Not the least, but it's on the bottom half. Um, I think it was You Won't See Me Tonight a single with uh, Aaliyah. I'm not sure. Okay. Because I know there was times they was trying to promote that song, but it just didn't work. But, um, oh, and, and Nas is like, I forgot about Nas is like, um, cool record. You know, him and Primo always go well together. So, and, and again, he will work with Primo again off Nostradamus. Right. But um, as far as Nostradamus goes, I mean, it was it was it. I think it may have been better than um, uh, what's that album? I am. But Nostradamus, I think he needed that because, again, a lot of people may have felt I am was not that good, and people kept criticizing him for you know. Some people will say. He sold sold his soul when he joined Puff Daddy and hate me now. I don't think so. I don't take that. First of all, Nas was already working with Puff anyway. It was weird to see Nas in 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 a shiny suit era video. However, that's by, that's the thing. That's why a lot of people but, say but he sold out. Thing, by the time he got to participate in that shiny suit era, the era had come to an end. Yeah. 99 was the was the end of the shiny suit era, which was about from 96 to 99. Music video directed by Hype Williams, where these niggas really is wearing shiny suits. 
but I liked I liked I believe it or not, I, if I was to say now, I liked I am a little bit over Nostradamus. Like I like the song Nostradamus. I hate I, I don't care what anyone said. I hated you owe me. I really? wasn't a fan of that. No, wasn't a fan well, of that song. Well, I only have two songs that I like on Nostradamus. Oh no, don't, I don't want to hear one of them. Please, please, don't well, do I, it. I, gotta, I have to tell the people. No, I don't want my ears bleeding. Well, then cover your ears, cause uh, looking <sighs> out of my pride. Oh my God. No. I... This is this is why I wrote that comment on Facebook for part three. Looking out of my project window. That you're gonna get thrown out the project window. But uh, on a serious note, my second favorite song will surprise you. Which is Family with Mob Deep. Family was great. But the rest, yo, bro, you owe me. Oh, 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 oh. Bro, you owe me is what made me hate Genuine. Why you hate Genuine? I've never liked that guy, bro. Ever since that song with Nas and, and the music video where he was naked st- staring at the camera the whole time. Oh, yeah. I, uh, uh. He was doing that too many times in 99, if you look, look at it. He did that in So Anxious. I know this is a hip-hop show. <laughs> No, actually, I'm sorry. It wasn't so anxious. It was two years later. I think he did that in differences. But believe it or not, um, I know this is a hip hop show. Genuine was having a good 99 year though. But back to Nas, you know, for him to come out with an album in two years, it just—I mean, DMX is the only person that could do that right now. And of course, Pac did. The sad part is he didn't get to see um the Seven Day Theory. But well, you uh, know what? Speaking of Pac, he had an album in '99. He had still a high rise with the outlaws. And, and, and I'm glad you brought him up because both Pac and Biggie both had posthumous albums in 99. Yeah, Biggie had uh, Born Again. Which I think the Big, Born Again was actually great. I like that better than a few years later with that garbage Biggie duets. The Biggie duets. Nah, garbage. Garbage. Um, I will tell you this, though. As far as Born Again, you had a uh, let me get down, let me get down. I, I, I was pissed because they could not. I'm like, yo, you could even get Craig at least to do a verse, and they took the, and they took that off an original record. They took his vocals off an original. You, Let me get down. You, you know why he wasn't gonna get no verse? Yeah, the whole thing with him and Biggie. Bro, do you remember that interview from years prior? This nigga, this nigga Craig back came to the interview eating breakfast. Yep. <laughs> yo, I oof. Yeah, Craig did look good that time. Good. Hey, that's New York. That's some New York shit. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, years later, what they say? What was it on? What what show was it on? When they asked Biggie about Craigback, he's like, "Yo, I don't fuck with that nigga." I think it was Joe MTV Raps. Ooh. But nah, Born Again was good. I did really like the song Biggie with Julia Mafia. One, there was no Little Kim. Second, uh, yeah. Second, like um. Dead wrong. Some people don't like that song, but I think it wasn't bad. But, I, but it was a good beat for Eminem to kill. It was a you good. You know beat. what else? Uh, Hope you niggas sleep is my favorite on that album. Yes, we know bias. There's no bias with the hot boys. Bias. It ain't the only ones that were on there. Wasn't big part of. Was it big timers part of that too? Yeah, hot boys and, and, uh, and big timers. Dangerous MCs are slept on. Yeah, uh, but but my thing is, why wouldn't they put "I Shot You" on the on, on that album? 
I didn't get that. I didn't get that because I'm like, who? Why would you put who shot you? With that was done years prior. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that because I shot you was a song came out what ninety five, late ninety four. Yep, but but you know what? You see what they did with Pac as well when they put against All Eyes on Me after he died. Wait, he did what? Remember how they put against All Eyes on Pac's uh, Seven Day oh, Theory? That, yeah. But 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 here's but here's the but but that was recorded for Machiavelli though. Yeah. I shot you wasn't wasn't recorded for anything other than to be a standalone song. But but here's the other thing. Uh going to Pac's album, uh Still I Rise, of course, the title track, Still I Rise, uh Letter to the President, my personal favorite, uh Teardrops and Closed Caskets with Nate Dogg saying Will I oh my forever God. Can you please stop that painful singing? I'm trying to have my ears here. World. Oh, Lord. And uh, let it to the president. So a couple of, couple of bangers. A couple of bangers. Uh, oh, and uh, baby, don't cry. You got to keep your head up. <laughs> hey, keep that your head up part two. Almost as part of that album. You know, the they book, had to come in. You know, if you look at the cover, it's not a Tupac album. It says Tupac and Outlaws. And Outlaws, yep. So they get credited just as equally. So, but it was a good album. I liked it. I liked it more than I liked uh, Born Again. But speaking of Biggie, you know who else gets their first solo album or that they get their debut album in 99 who's close to Biggie? Who? The Wonderful World of Cesar Leo. Oh, Yeah. With one of the most infamous album covers in hip hop history. <laughs> Talk about it, bro. This oh man my god! The, this man is on the uh, the album cover, naked with a with a with a fedora. Sorry, QG, with a fedora cover in his private. Uh, little C's, what the hell was you thinking? But the album was produced, even though it wasn't on Bad Boy. Puff had a big hand in it. Uh, my favorite, absolute favorite song on the album is "Girlfriend" with Kelly Price. Oh yeah, I like the song "Future Sport" with uh Joe Hooker and Redman. You always did like those Joe Hooker tracks. Well, Joe Joe Hooker makes me laugh. It's the way he sounds. Hey, Joe Hooker again. You don't want to play around with me. Oh no, I want you. You know what? One of my one of my favorite posse cuts of all time is "More Dangerous" with uh Buster Rhymes, Mr. Bristol, and G Dep. G Dep, yeah. yeah. And, and the funny part is, guess who? And the funny part is, Jay Z was on that album. Yeah, he was. He was on the track for my niggas with uh, Mr. Bristol. Yep. Yeah, man. And uh, don't oh, we can't forget with Carl Thomas, Chicken Head. <laughs> I was waiting for that part to come up. Oh, man. But it's not a bad album. But it's funny because Lil C's wouldn't have an album after that. No. Nah. But, 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 uh, but I remember on the ahead. episode, I think it was. Was it the groups, the groups episode? And unfortunately, we didn't have um, the ref by then. And I think, um, who was it? I think that picked the groups. I think it was you or QG, because I wasn't even going to pick Dewey Mafia until later on. And I always said, it's like the three people that was always working was always Biggie, Kim, and possibly Little Cease. Yeah. Well, and Little Cease had to work because he was Big's little cousin. Big wasn't going to let him slide like that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know their cousins. Yeah, they wasn't gonna let him slide like that. And Kim only had one, uh, one appearance. Yeah, uh, the 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 mafia was uh, starting to fall by that point. But um, 
99, also a big year for Def Jam. Uh, ja Rule gets on the board in 1999. With yeah, and, and this is coming off a of momentum that I mentioned back in the versus battle with Fat Joe. I said this was his breakout year because this is a man who's coming off a of momentum. Now, we, we, we mentioned Ja Rule before that he was also part of a group called the Cash Money Click. That's before they became like the Murder, Inc. It still had Vita, it still had um, Cadillac Tie in them. So... The exposure came after the whole "Can I get a uh, Can I get it with Jay Z in the mill off the Rush Hour track and um Volume Two. And what's, then your, what, what's your favorite track off Vidi Vidi Vici? Ah, you know I gotta go with the joint with Jay and uh DMX. What is murder? murder? Yeah, it's murder. Yeah, I got to surprise you. What? What you got? The very next track on the album, E Dub and Jolly. E Double. <laughs> Nah, that was a good. Uh, that was a good track. It was a good track. Uh, the only song I did not like on this album was, and this is gonna be interesting because of who was featured. But I didn't care for Daddy's Little Baby. I'm surprised because you know that's your boy. Yo, you know me. Anything Ronald Isley does, I'm gonna support it. But oh man, nah. the Suicide Freestyle is also not bad with him in Case. With him in Case, yeah, man. A lot of people don't talk about that. What was that other? Well, did he have a skit called the um the 187 Baptist Church thingy? The yes, Murder Baptist Church. 187 Murder Baptist Church. Yep. And he and him and remember he has a song with Beth Bleak too. Yep, that song. Murder for life. For life. Murder for and life. Jay Z pops up a second time on Kill 'Em All. Yeah, you know Jay Z was being selfish, being everywhere. Like like you said, Jay. Yo, people don't know Jay Z. <laughs> Jay-Z 98 was like, wasn't the only year for him because 99, he was everywhere, too. Uh, don't forget Snoopy track. Oh, oh, Al, can you please translate what the hell Juvenile was talking about? Oh, nah. All day. Oh, nah. We right. And a lot of people don't know that Jay-Z starts out paying homage to the South. Yeah. You was oh, give it love. Jay-Z has one of the biggest hits of the year on this album. Uh, with big pimping. Again, then it correlates once again, paying homage to the South. And now this is where that Jay-Z, who was like, people would say he may have been get, uh, taking the torch after Big died and after Pac died. But now you see he's also exploring and changing the mainstream game because now he's going to help with other Southern artists. You see he has Snoopy track with Juvie, one of his biggest hits off the, if not the biggest hits off the album, which is a Timberland beat. Like you just mentioned, Al, Big Pippin with a UGK. Rest in peace to Pimp C himself. Smoke some bitch. Um, yeah, it's and, and let's not forget, guys, Rockets Records was also making a wave in the mainstream section. Most deaf. Most deaf, black on both sides. Talk oh, about Oh my God. If that's not what am I <laughs> yo, black on both sides is a crazy metaphor album. Great message. You know my favorite track. I gotta go with Mathematics. The way he just ripped that premiere beat. I'm, I'm surprised. It, it, what? I, I mean, Miss Fat thought, Booty I, was funny. I, thought, I like Miss Fat Booty, and I also like Umi Says. I thought you was gonna go with Umi Says. Umi Says is a powerful record too, but that's my second favorite actually. But Mathematics, whoa, 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 whoa. that is my favorite song. Most definitely. And, and, and for all you video game people. You can hear that song again if you was in 2002 on the Madden. 
they play that instrumental again on Madden 2002. I, I prefer, my favorite track on there is Do It Now with Buster. Oh, yeah. Slept on. Slept on track, man. I like that song. Hey, he had another one that was everywhere, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, but he ain't had no album in 99. Unfortunately. Or oh, believe it or not, he did. Oh, yeah. Wait, he didn't have... No, ELE was in 98. Yeah, no, there's no album for Buster in, in, uh, in 99. Yeah, unfortunately. Even Rakim had an album in 99. Talk, I now I haven't heard that album, so you can go on and and talk about that. Yeah, the 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 album was the second. His actually was the second solo album because you know he's coming off from the um the sixteenth letter ninety seven, but unfortunately mainstream wise it wasn't going to hit, and that was by the way called the Master People. Actually, not a bad album, but you know you can't have that particular. It just it, it's just. You ever get that moment where, let's just say, CL Smooth, it's no CL Smooth without a Pete Rock. It's no Rock King without an Eric B. It's, it's no Fresh Prince without a Jazzy Jeff or something like that. It just it, it just didn't hit. The lyrics was not bad. The lyrics were still great because Rod still had it. But yeah. other than that, it's just that productions didn't really fit. Now, after Eric B, he could fuck with Premier. Clark Kent not too far behind. A lot of people don't like you, the track. It's a bus featuring shout out to Rozelle, wherever he's at doing his thing. Rozelle. That was that song was produced by Jazzo. Really, Jazzo? I used to work with Jay Z. Yeah, it's a must was produced by Jazzo. Who, who would have thought? But now, Rakim did a little producing too. He uh, Clark Kent definitely jumped in a bit. Um. So uh, Nick Wiz, it was a producer named Nick Wiz, which I've been seeing his name on YouTube a lot, but I never got a chance to crack down on him. Right. Strong Island, not a, Strong Island was a good record, and um, that's it. And, and Rod didn't really, Rod didn't have much features. He only had like maybe three people. You know, 1999 as well was a big year for another city on the east, not named New York. Oh. Uh, Jersey? No, Philly. Philly, uh, all Beans. Well, Beans didn't have an album in two in uh, in '99, but Eve did. Eve did. Do you want to count corrupt? Even though he's mostly represented West Coast. Nah, that's the West, bro. But uh, Eve, but you know he's from Philly. Oh yeah, Eve, the first lady. Let there be Eve, and my favorite song with Beanie Siegel on the album, Philly, Philly. Uh, Beanie Siegel selfish. Beanie Siegel selfish. How you going? Do a verse on her album, but she don't do a verse on your album. Well, that's how I go. But uh, shout outs to Spruce Street, shout outs to South Street. Been spending a lot of time out there. Shout outs to my honey bee. She know who she is. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, scenario two thousand with Eve, DMX, the Locks, and Dragon. Oh, that's let's a fucking talk about E V E. And let's talk about it with Dragon. And then uh, the only song that I don't like on this album, and I know they're going to criticize me, it's the lead single. Oh, no, kid. Oh, what, Love is Blind? What? Bro, I hate. Nah, nah, no, no, no. You cannot hate that song. I wouldn't. Nah, Love is Blind. Love is Blind was a message for that. Oh, no, no, no. No, that was talking about real life shit. A lot of people get pulled up. This is boring, bro. This is boring. 
But for okay, but listen to what she was talking about. I understand, but that song I don't want to hear that. I want to I want to hear some rap, man. I don't want to hear that, man. Bro, around '99, a lot of people were changing rap. Come on, man. You you bugging. But uh oh, we also had a, a group come out of retirement in '99 that uh that dropped the album. You know who I'm talking about. Uh-oh. They said after this album they was going out of business. Oh, EPMD. They had the Symphony 2000. Yep, great record. Great, boom, 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 boom. Shout out to Meth Redding. Uh, you forget? How could you forget Lady Luck? Lady Luck, Lady Luck. I was, I was about to mess up her name too. That's why I was like, hold well, up. Two versions of the Symphony, because that's Symphony two thousand, and Symphony was with MOP. Yeah, I, I, but they played this. They played the two thousand one more than yeah, the, the MOP. Unfortunately, get, the original didn't get no play, which was fucked up because that original was hot too. Yes, it was. And then not and see now Eric Sermon is a motherfucker. Let me tell you why. Oh my god, here we go. No, no, not motherfucker in a bad way. Motherfucker in a good way. Like he was he was running rap uh at, at the time. You know what I'm talking about. Who? What else did he do in ninety nine, T.O.? Actually, no, wrong, wrong, wrong. He but he had momentum coming out of ninety eight, because Death Squad had the album in Yes, he did. He the Death Squad was coming off the momentum of ninety eight. El, El Nino. Shout uh, out to Keith and Red for that too. Yeah, but uh, sticking with uh, sticking with uh, ninety nine. Uh, ninety nine again uh, is an odd year because I've every every not not one coast dominated. Everybody had a little shine. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. Everybody, and, had, everybody, and and, and, and Al, and Al, let's let's talk about your boys. Who? Uh, the album you named your goofy mixtape after. Mob Deep, Murder Music. We got to talk about them, too. Now, you know what my favorite part of that album is? What, the title? No, A Hoe Gonna Be a Hoe. <laughs> Bro, do you remember at the end of that song when the skit came on the voicemail? Oh, why my God. Stick, why you stick that shit? <laughs> oh, my God. What the wait, hell? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to do it. Wait, wait, wait. Uh. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta let the people in. Uh -oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Where is the track? Oh, man. Hold on. Wait. wait I gotta fast forward to the voicemail. Once again, the the unity begins in '99 because who was on that album from the South? Memphis eight, own. Eight ball, eight ball. Yes, he was. Yeah, kid, is where you're from. Um, that was a good. That was a hot track. Not but, to but, mention, uh, but, you, but you know, I gotta talk about my 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 boy Kooji Rap off the realist. Ooh, and then don't forget, can't fuck with with Raekwon. Raekwon, shout out to the Alchemist too, man. He gets he's really underappreciated as far as producers. And how can we forget the biggest single off that album, the Quiet Storm remix with Lil Kim? Oh Lord, QG, where you at, man? Should we talk about the radio version? <laughs> what, what, what about the radio version? What's the good? And then when the clips, <laughs> oh, shit. with the glass breaking and the swords. 
Shout out to Ill Ease. We mentioned that on the um Ill E. We mentioned that on the Mob Deep episode too. By the way, that's in the archives, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. <sighs> um, and don't forget, y'all read to give it up, cause we don't give a fuck. How, um, how you how you impersonate a brandy hook, a brandy flow? They 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 did it. They did it, and um. Now nah, and then let's talk about the blackout. Method Man and Red Man came together for our album. And 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 people were dying for those two to do that. When it came to these two, I was like, yes, because I like it. These are two two raw rappers, but two different styles. One is just a layback rapper, one is just a funny comic, but a really raw rapper in Red Man. Different styles. It worked. Those two were meant to be. Let's just say these two were meant to do an album, and it yep. was long overdue because a lot of people remember those two came out with How High Part One off the documentary, the show, which was yep. a few years prior to that. For anyone who knows, 1995. But uh, how you gonna call the song the Watt Rollin? Like you could not come up with a title. And NBA 2K22, you ain't slick. Oh, yeah, imitating songs. Yeah, they think they slick imitating songs. And, and still, Dre was one of them, too, by the way. <laughs> well, man, they're trying to make it sound authentic, as authentic as the NBA as possible. And, 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 I guess this is a 1999 thing for 2K22 because Simon Says was also imitated. Yeah, well, you would you would pick up on that better than I would. Oh, oh I trust me. If something sounds similar, I'm picking up on it. But yeah, man. So ninety nine, and and then we got we can't we can't just skip over everything. We gotta. I mean, I know we brought up Snoop Dogg, but he was on no limit at the time. The West E forty had Charlie Hustle. And, uh, Charlie and, uh, Hustle, yes, he did. Yeah, man. We can't we can't we can't sleep on uh. Mm. Talking about broccoli, we can't sleep on the West, man. I mean, by this point though, it's hard to bring up the West because you know Death Row was already uh, six feet in the grave plus. And it's I funny, and remember how you talk about Def Jam was shining? We can't forget my man Warren G. Yeah, his second album, wasn't I it? I want it all. Oh, man, how could I Everybody loves sampling the barge, I see. Well, yeah, why wouldn't they? I mean, the barge is a, a, a rest in peace to Tommy. He was one of the members that unfortunately passed away. But, yeah. You know who doesn't get talked about enough for for a solo album? Somebody else had a debut album in '99 that don't get talked about. He was part of a legendary group, but nobody seems to talk about Amplified by Q-Tip. A lot, yo. Amplified's actually a good album. Vibrant Thing is one of my favorite songs of all time, especially if I'm at a party. I love to hear Vibrant Thing. I don't know what the hell Buster Rounds talk about. I should develop Vibrant. What the hell was you talking about? Pops, we got to talk, man. It's just a vibrant thing. Let's Ride was not bad. And, and, um... The only song on this album I don't like is End of Time. Oh, with Calm? With Corn. I mean, Corn. Why the hell I say Calm? Corn. End of Time was all right. It was all right. I wasn't feeling that, sir. But credit to Q-Tip, he... He he was on the momentum, too, because he had the vibrant thing. And vibrant thing was also on the Violator album. Yes, it was. So technically, Q-Tip was really going off, and Q-Tip also showed up on the um, Missy's uh, Hot Boys remix, even yep. though we only had eight bars. 
Um, Breathing Stop was also a big hit for him. So it, it, it let him. And, and uh, Jay Diller did help produce the album. He did help produce the album. Let's Ride was one of them. That's actually one of my favorite songs, Let's Ride. I like Let's Ride. Oh, and um, speaking of, uh, you brought up Missy Elliott. She had her second album. The Real yeah. World. Yep, and you, and, and you know what my favorite song is. Uh, that song B- with BG and Juvenile. Did you I'm think on, you slick? I'm on BET. That's why they call me. What's wrong with that? Because you biased. Well, not only that, but the, the only thing I didn't really like about that that song is both of them sharing the third verse. I actually would have loved to see both of them do separately sixteen verses. I mean, sixteen bars on the verse. Well, Bust a Rhyme with Eminem is my favorite song on the album, next to that. Uh, uh, you can't resist. She she needed that momentum, you know. Super Duper Fly was coming off as a classic debut album, and she helped cater to the mainstream. And to her credit, the real world worked. Yep. The real world. Ah, shit. The real world worked. Yes, it did. And uh, how about you know you you know what? I'm I'm glad you mentioned No Limit. Did your man Fiend come out with Street Life? Yep. Womp. With the infamous song, Mister Womp 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 Womp. There it is. There it is. And then uh, the other song. I'm gonna talk it like I bring it. Bring it like I talk it. Womp. Yo, acting bad? Yeah, y'all were acting bad, all right. Yeah, him and Skull Duggery. Acting bad, acting bad. Wasn't Mystical on that, too? I could have yeah, sworn I heard Mystical. And you know, Mystical on the song when you, right before his verse, you hear, sound like somebody slow creaking open the door. <laughs> oh, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, my, our, our, our friend of our, a friend of the show, Mac, shout out to Mac. Uh, he dropped World War Three. Yes, uh, he did. Shout out to Mac. Know, Forever, for for those of you who have and heard, street life went gold, people. Street life did go gold. For for those of you who heard our interview with Mac, which is in the archives and it is up uploaded in full on our YouTube channel, um, I told Mac that his outfit in the War Party video off that World War Three album was the most impressive thing I've ever seen, and I <laughs> wore like the coat that he wore, and he told me he hated the outfit. <laughs> I mean, good luck trying to convince him still. It ain't going to work. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yeah, man. But uh, Funk Flex drops an album in 99 of all people, The Tunnel. The Tunnel. Yes, he did. With uh, Big Kip. What's yeah. the, what was Big, it? Uh, Big Cap. Cap. Yeah, Big Cap. And, uh, Ill, and I, Ill I think Bomb Big Cap is gone now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you believe Ill Bomb by LL Cool J was a freestyle? I'm not surprised because it sounded like a freestyle when I first heard it. Just amazing. Yo, you know what? Yep. Outside of music, your man LL Cool J was on fire with movies. What was he in in 1999? So your man was in Deep Blue Sea. Your man was in um, In Too Deep. And he was in Any Given Sunday. Yeah. He was on fire. Will Smith also had his movie back then with the Wild Wild West. Queen Latifah was also doing her thing with the Bone Collector. So... We can't forget about some of these people doing movies back in the day. Yeah, that's true. And of course, ball was a ball of blocking part of it. Oh yeah, you no know, ball ball of blocking was two thousand. Two thousand. Who had a movie? Was it Monty? When they had that documentary, the not the documentary, that movie in ninety nine. 
No, 99, Three Six Mafia had the movie. I'm sorry, it was Three Six Mafia. Choi- yeah. It was Choices. Choices. Yo, I forget. Your man Memphis Bleak also had a debut album, Coming of Age. Yes, he did. He yes. Had, yes, which, he did. This was a time when you thought that the, the Jay-Z was getting ready to pass the torch to him. And Coming of, Come of Age pays a homage to the track he did with Jay on the Reasonable Doubt album. The funny thing for me about that album, he, why, why is Ja Rule on the track Murder for Life? Uh, I, I don't know. Why they got why like why why they just couldn't name it something other than murder? I mean, I mean, you got me and me. I mean, it's the same. Actually, it's the same song with uh, and that's the Sun thing. He had the same title on uh his first album, Vanity Vici. Yep. That's uh, but um, Memphis Bleak and Nor. Oh God. I forgot, like, now that I mentioned Nori, he was also on his album. But Nori also had a second album coming off his first classic debut album. Yeah, but the second one wasn't better than the first one. I'm going to agree with you. I didn't really like the second album like that. Nope. I didn't even like the remix for Oh No. Really? And I'm surprised you don't like that album because there's few people who was on that album. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. You, you didn't even like that song, Play That Shit? Yeah, it was all right. Wow, that's a first. And once again, people, here comes the South. I told you, New Orleans is everywhere now on the East Coast. Yeah, bro. Everybody was showing the N.O. love. Especially Juvenile. My goodness. He's everywhere. Oh, yeah. you like, bro, Juve was... Oh, man, Juve was all over the place, bro. He was hot. He, he was hot like fish grease. And it's funny that you mentioned, um, to backtrack, remember you mentioned Dow Bottom, how your man Jay-Z gets a solo track, and he's not even part of Rough Riders. Jigga, what's my motherfucking name, my nigga? Yo, I'll never forget when I tried to find that song, on, I thought it was off volume three. Nope, off the Rough Riders uh, album. And then someone told me, like, nah, that shit is off, off the Rough Riders compilation. I said, wait, what? And I'm like, well, it makes sense that Swizz produced it. But still, I'm like, I'm thinking because it's just him, it's a solo track, it's him alone, and that was the biggest record off the album. Jigga, what's my motherfucking name, my nigga? I mean, Don Bottom was a, was was the hot track too, and I think if I'm not mistaken, Eve, the solo part with Eve and Nokia on the hook was a hit too. But they played Jay Z more than anything. You would have thought that was part of Vibe Three, but no. That shit was off the Rough Riders, and he's the only person that has the solo, and he ain't part of Rough Riders. Nope. But Which, you know what? He was selfish that year because he did the same shit to Beanie Siegel with anything. How you oh. got a solo record and you put on Beanie's album? Beanie's album, yep. Well, Hope was the boss. And this is where people may have said that he was probably being the undisputed king around there. I didn't want to agree with that at first. I think I still don't agree with it. But at that time, Jay-Z was carrying that momentum off his Grammy year in 98 because he did win a Grammy in 98. So he had to find a way to continue that momentum just playing chess. Your man Jay was playing chess around that year. Helping, yep, he helping right for Dre. 
He was running the game. He was running the game. Yeah, there's, there's no question, especially Def Jam, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. They were, like, undefeated when I tell you. Rockefeller. Rockefeller was starting to come up a bit again. Even though, like you said, I know you mentioned a while back, it was mostly the date. Uh, sorry, the Jay-Z show. It was the Jay-Z show. No, 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 no. I agree. It was the Jay-Z show. Oh, and, and, and back to Bad Boy, Puffy even released the album called Forever. Oh, Satisfy You is one of the worst records I've ever heard. <laughs> Bro, why does this man Puff sound like he reading off a paper? <laughs> and using using a, 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 a using the I got five on it beat. <sighs> oh man, I hate the song. Do you like it? Do you want it? No disrespect for Jay Z as well, but I hated that song. Bro, oh, the only Lord. song on that album I could stomach is the posse cut with CeeLo Green and and uh, and Shine. And uh, you know what song I'm talking about? Oh, you talk about reverse, and that's and once again, this all gonna come back. To the correlation of the East now reaching out to the South, because now CeeLo Green is even in the mix. Indo intro outro. That was G Depp who said that. Yeah. But and oh, journey journey through the life was good too. It was all right, but you know what's funny? We 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 bring up Shine's name, even though Shine don't get his debut album to two thousand. The nightclub incident happens in in December of ninety nine, right around Christmas. Yep, that also involved both Puff Daddy and unfortunately whole uh, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Did, what didn't didn't that incident cause uh, uh, J Lo and Puff to break up? Immediately, immediately. Why do you think those records came out? Yo, you want to fill the people in on the situation? Tio, sorry, my my stupid thing was going on. What what happened? No, I said you want to fill people in on the uh the, the nightclub situation oh yeah the nightclub that um happened in um 99 that also it was unfortunately involving shine and i yo when i first heard that whole thing i was like bruh i did not expect like someone like puffy like puffy like how you how you get involved in a shootout and um, the person they, was, this was, the they person shot, shot survived, didn't they? Yep. And, and it was I think her name was oh man, I can't remember her last name was Ruben, but I don't remember her first name. I'm on the and this ha- and this happened and this happened around um. When did this, when did this day happen? Like around the holidays? Yeah, around Christmas. Around Christmas, and I'm like, yeah, it was um. Two days after Christmas, December two 20th. days, twenty seventh. Right, I knew it was around the Christmas after Christmas because I was like, okay, but supposedly it, it it let shine. They were partying, and you know stuff happened, and it was like a little bit of a tussle, whatever. But a porch, unfortunately, Shine had a gun, and I guess shots. They said shots went off, but unfortunately, the Miss Rubin, who I I don't remember her first name. I know her last name was Ruben because I'll never forget. She was shot in the face. And she said she was the and she actually came out one time reporting about uh, on Instagram as she made a post about it. I don't remember when they said she did. And, you know, she's going to be traumatized and she has she has suffered a lot of physical and emotional pain behind the foolishness because it's like. How do you, it's like, why Why do people 
you're, you're up and coming. You're doing this. And the next thing you get caught with something silliness with all this whole gun stuff and just acting a fool at a party. Where, where was this at the um, not the 4040 club? Where was this out? Uh, I'm trying to remember the place it was. I don't remember which club it was in. All I know it was in Manhattan. Yeah, it was definitely Manhattan. But fast forward, unfortunately, Shine got 10 years. They say, they, they I think they gave him 10 years, right? Yeah, he got 10 years. He got 10 years. J-Lo and Puffy were off the hook. J-Lo was like one of the first people off the hook, so they really dismissed her. But it was mostly like Puffy and stuff. So that's that's where like where we always say that it's always a bad boy curse. And being... um. What was the last time we talked about the people who didn't live up to their potential? Me and Eric and QG both were agreeing, or all three of us were agreeing, about the bad boy curse because now it's like, damn. And um, and then even after that, Sean was still making music. Yeah. Godfather but, buried alive in 2004. Yep. But isn't it funny? Puff gets off. He gets Johnny Cochran to represent him. That's Sean, another thing. Sean gets convicted. Yep. And it, 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 like you, like Al, you're going to say this over and over again. It was a weird year for 1999. It was a weird year. And um, Puff was arrested. He was arrested on that weapon charge. But I'm like, damn, already at the, um, this is like, I'm trying to remember. This is after Christmas. You know, people are trying to enjoy the holidays. And it's crazy because this is around a time, like, in 99. It was kind of a weird year for me. You know, on a personal note, people, that I lost my aunt back then. So I didn't know about that whole shooting until it came up. And I'm like, what? This guy? And and the funny part is they were, both him, um, Combs was stopped by the police when this whole thing happened. Yeah. They were actually driving. But, um, yeah, it was, and they, and then on top of that, it was, um, oh, it was actually Club New York. Yep. And, and isn't it funny that the person that the altercation started with, because I, I, I believe they, I believe they was, uh, I believe they was trying to, they, they got in a situation with, uh, Scar. Scar. Yeah. Supposedly. And, and, and it's, and ten, almost 12 years after the. After the incident, Scar gets killed in a nightclub. Mm. Crazy stuff, man. But uh, here we go. Uh, I think we covered everything in 99, didn't we, for the most part? Yeah, and then unfortunately, we did unfortunately lose people like Big L. Yeah, Big L uh, gets murdered uh, in 99. Freaky Tie. We also lost Freaky Tie of the Lost Boys. Yep, uh, R.I.P. And, um... I mean, we can't cover everything for, like, the albums, but there's a lot of people that we may have left out, which I know we did. But 1999 was more of a unity between regions. It's a transition year, too, overall. It was definitely a trans. And, and you know what? I can't leave because, you know, I'll, I'll feel stupid if you don't talk about him. DMX, and there there was X. You know, I forgot about that. I would be pissed if I did not say anything. Yep, and then there was X with his with the biggest hit of his career that every white girl dances to in the club. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. 
and, and, and shout out to DMX because he did help headline for the um, Woodstock '99. Yep, but you know what my favorite song on on uh, and then there was X was right. What? What these bitches want from a nigga? Oh God! Somebody let me know. And and the sad part is people only talk about that second verse. Oh uh, wait, 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 Cookie, he met her at the ice cream parlor. Yeah, don't forget, and there were three Kims too. Oh man, and, and, and bro, that music video, bro, with Cisco dancing on the hood of the car. Yo. That is one of the yo. That nigga Cisco is mad extra, bro. Something wrong with him. Cause I'm fucking with Drew Hill. Um, yo, your man, <laughs> your man, um, Cisco is a funny dude. That is an extra motherfucker. Da, 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 what these bitches want from a nigga? Somebody let me know. Duh. Oh man, a DMX. Standing in front of a white a white screen with, with sunglasses on, a cut-off t-shirt, and a beanie in the summer with the <laughs> fire hydrant in the fucking video. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Classic, bro. Hey, what's my name? Don't forget what's my name. Oh, yeah. That was That's the lead-off. It. Yes, it was. That was the lead-off single, blah, blah, blah. But I like the song Angel with Regina Bell. Shout-out to Regina yeah. Bell. And one thing about, one thing about X, he, he will not... He is not going to let you give you an album without something that's meaningful and spiritual. That's true. And he was coming off of a hot 98 where he had two number one albums in the same year. Yes, he did. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, and it's dark and hell is hot. What a classic. But there are definitely some more. And then some of them I don't want to mention because I wasn't really a fan of them. Like, just honorable mentions. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Immobilarity. Sorry, Raekwon. Yes, sorry, Red Barber. I'm I'm sorry, man. I don't even think Red liked that album. Wouldn't be surprised. Didn't the Roots have the album Things Fall Apart? Or was uh, that 2000? Let me double check because I do have that album. Uh, no, you're 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 correct. Uh, Things Fall Apart is 1999. And that's another thing with the Soquarians and everything. The next the next movie, I love the next movement. The hot, hot music, the hot music. And the, yo, that song, you got me fooled the shit out of me when I first saw the video. Really? I really thought Erica Badu was rapping because I was trying to figure out, like, is that Erica Badu? Then I found out, like, minutes later, or someone tells me again that it was Eve. But she was even in the video, and they didn't even put her as a credit. So yeah, she was like true. a little unknown by then. And, you know, this is a little Philly unity right there because E's for Philly. The Roots are for Philly. Yeah, Philly had a big year in 99. People don't know. People don't know. If we uh, missed anything in 1999 on the formula, people hit us up, raplabpod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, raplabpod. If we missed anything, we would love love to hear about it, so... I but, mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that we could have caught on, but, you know, it's like the, the most notable things that we talk about Yeah, that happened we, in 99. We do try to cover everything, folks. It's not easy. And, and, and another person, you know, one more thing. I know I keep saying one more thing. Shout out to my man MF Doom because he dropped his album Operation Doomsday. Rest in peace to that brother. A lot of people don't even, 
lot of people don't even uh, a lot of people don't even uh, recognize or remember that. But yep. So uh, th- that'll wrap up this edition of the formula, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you supporting the Rap Lab. Go on uh, teespring.com slash Rap Lab logo and cop the merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, check out all of our previous episodes in the archives. We got we got interviews with the likes of uh, Mike Picasso, Caleb Bishop, uh, IQ McBoogie, Aerospace, uh, Mac, and uh, Alfred Banks. So we, uh, we 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 got we got some notable guests in the archive, and you know a bunch of us having fun. So until then, we see y'all next week. Yes, indeed. Peace. All right.